Blog Talk Radio. Inner side, open mic, and hello everybody. Welcome to our program where you can pick your own subject if you want to phone in and uh, talk about whatever you want. You know, a lot of people want to talk about sports. Whatever you want to talk about, just keep it clean, all right? Uh, heard a very interesting item on the news. And, you know, from time to time you hear this. And uh, I think the uh, a lot of the politicians like to excite the public by uh, ne- releasing news information that there could be a shutdown of the government. I mean, you know, every, every once in a while this will occur. And, and, and they always somehow manage to get through it, you know, that the government doesn't shut down. So, you know, that that, that shows you that, that there's some kind of a a trigger here, you know, that they, they're playing some kind of a game. And uh, I think that as we get closer to the election, uh, you know, you may have the kind of situation, now this is speculation, but you may have the kind of situation where, oh, the government's going to be shut down November 1st, and then by some miracle, President Biden saved the country. You see? That kind of thing. In other words, the president will do something, you know, to make sure that the government does not shut down and, and it never has to my knowledge. I don't I don't think it ever has. But uh it, it it's almost funny the way the way these politicians like to freak people out and psych them out and and uh, excite people and well I guess some people get frightened of it, you know. Common sense the government cannot shut down there, there was an economist who got on the news Several months ago, they they shot him up pretty fast. It only it only got up there once, as far as I know. And he said that the government can never shut down because they can make all the money they want. And it's true; it's common sense. How can the government shut down if they can make all that money? Just print the money, you know. So uh, there you have another ploy, and you know. If they really wanted to help this country, they would stop wasting all this money. They would mandate the agencies for the disabled and the elderly to uh, be able to raise money and help people so that the government wouldn't have to put up that much money and they could get the hell out of our business. See, that's the problem. We've got the government in our business, all right? Uh, uh, nursing homes, service dogs, uh, accessibility, all kinds of stuff that is happening. And and the government is minding our business. You know, they don't do that to anybody else, only the disabled. Nobody else has to wonder, am I going to be able to get into this restaurant if I take my wife out or whatever it is, you know. Only people who are disabled. 
Well, there you have uh, a very, very uh, stupid situation that can easily be remedied. I mean, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but it, 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 it can be remedied by passing a law, uh, turn the nursing homes into accessible housing, which we need desperately, we need housing, and pass a law that nursing homes are no longer allowed to exist in this country, and at the same time, make part of that law should be that the agencies must raise the money to keep the person in their own home. If the agencies fail to do so, the government must step in and and, and do so. I mean that's that that's uh, common common uh, sense anyway. That, that's common knowledge. You know, if if, if uh, people's safety are involved. And and they're not getting the help they need they, that that they need. The government is obligated to protect those people. That's what this country is about. That's why they call it a free country. In, in in many of the other countries where you don't have that, the government doesn't care. They don't protect the people. They just let them rot away or die or whatever it is. But in this country, they're supposed to protect us. And we're not talking about putting us in nursing homes to protect us because that doesn't protect people. That makes it worse. That opens up all kinds of uh, horrors on the person. So there's our analogy of uh, this ridiculous, stupid government shutdown. If they didn't waste all this money, they wouldn't have to worry about that. I mean, you know, the, let let the let the agencies do the job that they're supposed to do. Help the disabled. The way it is now, they cannot do the job they're supposed to do because they're limited. They have to follow a certain criteria, a certain rule. If those rules weren't there, with the stupid uh, uh, open doors and all that crap, whatever they call it, with the nursing homes. If those rules weren't there and the agencies were allowed to raise the money to help people get out of the nursing home, get into their own home, and so on and so forth, the nursing homes would be emptied out. Nobody would be in there. See? Because all you got to do is, is, is start a fundraising campaign with a with a uh, you know publicity that we got to help all these people and you know how people love to help people especially in this country i mean come on you know uh, common knowledge that people like to help the disabled and the elderly once once they've shown what is needed and then what we have to do common knowledge you know, I mean, just just think about it. People want to help, you know, but the help right now is translated into these damn nursing homes. That's the problem, see? If you got rid of them, 
and the help translated into somebody staying in their own home, and the agencies uh, were officially allowed to uh, allowed to raise money for that, and it was all over the radio and television and the internet. You'd see how fast this whole thing would come together, because people would then realize, oh. We're not going to waste all this money on these damn nursing homes anymore. The agencies are raising the money. Oh yeah, I'll donate a hundred bucks. I'll donate a thousand. My my company will donate uh, uh, three million. You know whatever they're going to get a write off. That's how it would work. I saw it work in 1973 when Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles got together. And we were helping blind people to get jobs. The, the the response was overwhelming, and that was that was that was like a local thing. We're talking about th- th- this nursing home business is a national thing, you know. And all you have to do is get a couple of celebrities to to identify with it, and that would be easy if you if if. If you pass the law and, uh, you know, people now could could uh, remain in their own home, I believe it would work. I really do. All right, in a sight, open mic brought to you by uh, Dave for Milton. Uh, Milton, the guide dog, killed at the guide dog school. Uh, a couple of years ago, July, and that crime compounded by the fact that they haven't replaced Milton with the blind woman, Michelle. A true, true horror story. All right. If you frequent um, uh, Shelby's Kitchen, you'll see the presence of Milton, you know, pictures and all that, uh, drawings. Shelby's Kitchen for catering, 631-286-0444. And if you'd like to do a day for Milton, uh, no matter what state you're in, a day for Milton, contact Intersight. We'll tell you how we did it here uh, last May in New York, and we'll be happy to help whatever group would like to do a day for Milton in any state. We will we will help you. Uh, 631-224-3090, Inner Sight Hotline. Or the email, Inner Sight 1620-1620 at gmail.com. So, the day, a day for Milton to raise awareness to let people know that the schools, service dog schools, are not regulated and they're not licensed. And that's how they're able to get away with, with, with killing a guide dog and not replacing it. All right, in a site uh, brought to you by uh, Third Eye Insight. You want to stay in shape and uh, learn how to protect yourself. Call Devin Fernandez with his group, Third Eye Insight, uh, 631-445-3464, 445-3464.
3464. Devin Fernandez. Hey, we're brought to you by the Big East Tequila Rescue. And thank you so much, Joanne Diamond, with her help, for her help, and uh, for being loyal and, and caring all, all the years uh, in helping the great, great Akita. Uh, phone number 609-388-7004, or you can send an email, Big East, Takeda Rescue, at verizon.net. Go to the website, and you see all the beautiful uh, angelic Akita. All right, in a sight, brought to you by Kennedy Realty, my buddy over there in Islip, New York, 631 888 1186, Kennedy Realty, uh, donor to Intersight. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. And he's also trying to get a couple of uh, apartments for us, for people, for disabled people who are in shelters. So we thank him for that. Yeah. Inner sight means freedom. Advocates for the disabled. Our inner sight hotline six three one two two four three zero nine zero. If you need an attorney, we got a good one for you. He's a civil rights lawyer, James Bahamunde. Five one six seven eight three nine six six two. And he's a disabled uh, attorney. So if you think you have a case or you think your rights have been violated, give Jim a call. He'll let you know. Uh, 516-783-9662, Baja Monday. Can't remember the last thing. Just call him Jim. That's what I call him. (laughs) All right. Inner Sight, Suffolk Bus Corp. Thank you. All of our friends. We thank for their support. And, of course, SILO, Suffolk Independent Living Organization. Thank you so much for your donation. Received it today. Put it in the bank. Inner sight is not going to shut down, that's for sure. (laughs) We're going to keep going until we shut down some of these uh, adversaries of inner sight and of the disabled, like the nursing home. That's what should shut down, not the government, the nursing home. All right. Silo, Suffolk Independent Living Organization, 631-880-7929. And uh, partnering with them on the news conference, Coming up uh, in the middle of March, I'm hoping to secure the date tomorrow, in fact, when I call and thank the executive director, Joseph Delgado, for, for the donation. So I'll try to get a date, and we can move forward on that. Inner Sight, teaming up with... Suffolk Independent Living Organization. And as Joe said, going to come down real hard on these nursing homes. 
We've got to. They're hurting people. They're killing people. So they're going to have to reckon with us and with the Lord. In his sight. All right. Open mic. Uh, 213-816-1650 if you want to call in and keep it clean and just uh, sound off about whatever is uh, on your mind. I think it's amazing how, how the the sweet, sweet groundhog uh, can tell the weather, even months in advance, the early spring. And we've been showing a lot of signs of that. Oh, here in New York, it was uh, 54 today, I believe. Got up to 54 degrees. In Illinois, talking to uh, my friend Pepper, and it was uh, 72 degrees over there today in the suburbs of Illinois. So go groundhog. I'd, I'd, I'd listen to the groundhog more than I would the weather people, that's for sure. He really uh, called it. Of course, nothing is perfect, but I think the animals are closer to knowing the weather than the humans for a number of reasons. You know, because they have to. They they have to protect themselves. They're, they're little ones and so on and so forth, so... God gave them that mechanism, many of them, to know uh, what's coming about. So thank you, little sweet groundhog, for the early spring. All right, in a sight, open mic, brought to you by all the beautiful children of the world, Corey Foster, Avantio Quindo, Baby Royalty, little Tommy, Ollie Campbell, Athena, Go an extra mile for a child. Inner sight reminds you. All right. And uh, if you'd like to uh, be a part of a cool uh, chat room after we go off the air, uh, if you dial 712 Four three two fifty nine forty nine. You go into room sixty four. You will uh, encounter a, a cool chat room. It, it, it's a it's a clean chat room, all right. And uh, Sweet Pepper runs it. It's her room. So once again, that number seven one two four three two. 5949, room 64. Just follow the prompts and they'll bring you right to the room. Starts up about 9, 930. All right, in a sight. Around the world, open mic. And, uh, you know, every day I hear hear these companies... uh, trying to improve 
what they're doing. And it's so it's so disheartening because none of the agencies for the disabled uh, are trying to improve. Well, a lot of them can't improve because they're they're contracted by the state. You see? Now, I think that's a very very big mistake that the politicians have made, you know, uh, dictating to the state what they can do and what they can't do. Because you're not you're not a true advocate when your hands are tied like that. You know. You can't be. And that means that people are going to get hurt, who, who need the advocacy. People are going to be uh, disappointed. People are going to be left in, in uh, places they don't want to be. There's all kinds of repercussions on that. So I think it's very unfair of the state to use money to control the uh, situation dictating what kind of advocacy can or cannot be done. You know, the way the way that's set up is very, very wrong. It should not be that way. I mean, you know, the the only the only ruling should be is you're not allowed to do anything criminal. That I could see. But not as far as being an advocate, you know. Uh, you know, turning the nursing homes into accessible housing would be would be a, a a prime example of that, of course. And the independent living centers have to follow the criteria. The the, the government gives them money to try to get people at a nursing home. But they have to follow a certain criteria. Otherwise, the person doesn't qualify. So that means that how many thousands of people, maybe millions, are left in the nursing home to suffer and and therefore are more open to, to, to being abused and taken advantage of and and their money taken from them. See? That's what's going on. All because the the independent living centers are limited as to uh what they can do. Even though the money is there to help the person. So it's a very very uh, disheartening type of situation that we certainly do not approve of to inner sight and that we certainly do not follow and that we certainly do not practice that kind of advocacy and we never will 823 New York inner sight open mic 213-816-1650 And I hear that uh, Mr. Trump won 
the primary in South Carolina. And the news made the comment that uh, that that being true, people are still still donating money to uh, Miss Haley. You know, so they're projecting that it could be it could mean that that Mr. Trump will have a lot of difficulty winning the Republican nomination. Well, be that true or not, I don't know. But uh, uh, you know, there's a there's a bit of an element there. Because and and keep in mind, no nobody nobody's perfect. None, none of these politicians are perfect. You know, they're all corrupt in some way. All right, uh, but there's a bit of an element there that is 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 saying that we don't want Mr. Trump to win, uh, no matter what, because you know we 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 don't like. The way he's going to handle things, and on the other hand, Mr. Biden has done a horrible job. So, <laughs> a lot of people talk about it, and you know, you can you can tell when 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 people talk about the election in in the cafes, on the chat lines, uh, and 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 you and all these people say, "Oh, I'm the I'm the." I'm not going to vote for Joe. You know, I'm not talking about just one, two people. I'm talking about 20, 30, 40 people that I've come across in the last few months. You know, that's that's an indication that there's a big buildup of people who don't think he's doing a good job. You know, that we need somebody different and more... uh, Skillful and, and and someone someone with a more protective type of attitude toward the country. That's that's what I feel. Now I don't know if Mr. Trump is the right man. I'm not I'm not that happy with Donald Trump or Mr. Biden. So where do you go from there? Anyway, in a sight. Open mic. Uh, what do you have to say about it? Two one three eight one six one six five zero. Anybody out there? Uh, if you'd like to talk about politics or anything, pick your own subject. Anybody on the line? No. Right. No. Just us. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, we have, let's see, oh, Friday is March 1st, by the way. We have uh, 122,000, what is it, 400 and something? Can you give me an accurate number? I am. I am. I think it's 527, but let me make, oh, it went up to 30, mm-hmm. 530. So, yeah, 122, 530. 
correct. Is that the right number? Yes, it is. All right. So that means that a lot of people listen to us, and a lot more will be listening to us. You know, as we as we grow, and uh, the message out as to what we believe needs to be done in in this country for people who who are disabled, for people who will become disabled, you know, through no fault of their own. For people who are in the military who will become disabled and the agencies that are supposed to be there for us must do a lot more to help if we're to be liberated. You can't do it without the agencies because the government wants to control the disabled. There's no doubt about that. They're they're, they're, uh, in control now in in many situations. And they want to keep it that way. And that's why we need to uh, create more than ever this awareness that we don't need that kind of control. We we need we need equality and freedom. So join within a site, sign a petition. We got two petitions up there, change dot org. One on the service dog school and one with the uh the nursing homes. And if you'd like to participate in the, in the news conference that we're planning a couple of weeks, uh, contact Intersight, email, or the Intersight hotline. The email is intersight162016201620 at gmail.com. Or you can call the Intersight hotline. Leave your phone number, uh, 631 631- Two two four three zero nine zero. If you'd like to tell your story and why you believe these nursing homes shouldn't be there, or a story about a loved one, or a relative, or someone that you're trying to keep out of the nursing home and 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 getting no help from the government, the government doesn't come along and say, "Hey." We commend you for trying to keep so-and-so out of a nursing home. We commend you so much that we're going we, we, to guarantee you that this person will not go to a nursing home. They won't do that. Could do it. They could do it through executive order, I believe. By the you know mandating the agencies in in the person's neighborhood to help raise money to help keep the person out of the nursing home. 
But you see, they won't do it because that means you don't need the damn nursing homes. And that's what they won't be a part of, that kind of a concept. So uh, you got to do it on your own. Well, InterSight would help. Contact us. We'd be happy to help as much as we can. All right, let's see. Tomorrow night is our nursing home program, indeed. Every Wednesday we have a, a inner sight hour donated to help and to make aware, make people aware about these nursing homes and various different observations that haven't been done before or taken place on the nursing homes you know like for instance last week or the week before we were talking about why aren't the workers in the nursing homes fighting to get the home health aides to come in and help them and therefore help the resident the person see if they really care about those people, why aren't they doing that? It shows you that they really don't care. They only care about their own uh, their own uh, ass, so to speak. You know, protect protect themselves, and uh, and that's it. Because if they really cared they would do something about it so that's an observation that I've never heard before on this nursing home issue and we did a we did a thing on uh, a few weeks back we talked about holistic care of residents that's an observation that you never heard about before from any of the groups. So there you have that. That's what Intersight is about. You know, pioneering these various observations and putting them out there and letting people know that it's all about being equal. That's what all this is about. All right, Intersight. Uh, open mic two one three eight one six one six five zero. How you doing? With uh, did we get Louie on the line? Uh, yeah, Louie. Not yet. Let... He should be coming soon. Yeah, if he doesn't forget. <laughs> Asleep. <laughs> All right, eight thirty five. New York, open mic. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line or send us an email. Uh, Intersite1620 at gmail.com. Or you can leave your phone number on the Intersite uh, hotline, 631-224-3090. And make sure you leave a phone, a phone number so we can call you back. All right. You know, a lot of people, or 
are afraid to affiliate themselves with the inner side, especially those who work with the independent living center. You know, they feel they feel threatened because of what we advocate, and 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 they know they know that it's right, but they can't participate in it. You know, because the state is breathing down their neck with with a threat of uh, taking away their funding. So that's a big reason why we're in this situation. Because the people who are getting the money cannot function fully in an advocacy capacity. That's what it is. That's what's going on here. You can't call the independent living and say, hey, uh, 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 my mother uh, is 80 years old, trying to stay out of the nursing home. I've been spending my own money. I'm trying to help her, uh, you know. Can you can you uh, help me do a fundraiser? They won't do that. I mean, if I'm wrong, somebody tell me. Would any agency do that? Beside us? You see why we're in this situation? There it is. Because the money is not being used in the right way. There's money there, plenty of it. But it's not being used to give people freedom and to make them equal. That's what it's all about. Yeah, so inner sight is here. We tell it like it is, and uh, we invite people to join us. I uh, made an appeal last night for someone out there who is affluent, and we'd love to sit down with you, and, uh, you, you know, you could get a, uh, a tax write-off we're looking for a, a chunk of money to to real put forth a campaign to turn the nursing homes into accessible housing, and we'd be happy to uh, give you all the details how we believe it can work and and work with you, uh, write it up or whatever has to be done. So anybody out there? so inclined we'd love to hear from you all right in a sight uh, don't forget friday night we have some fun on the funnies friday night within a sight goofing around you know <laughs> just having a good time and uh Come up with some cuckoo stuff. Oh, we're still looking for uh, Jimmy Dinnigan. <laughs> yeah, anybody out there knows where Dinnigan is or any any clues, uh, send us an email. Just put Jimmy Dinnigan's name on it. <laughs> and... Uh, 
you know, we'll 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 follow through and see if we could find Dinnigan. Well, what do you get when you Google Jimmy Dinnigan? I don't know. I was about to do that. <laughs> Hang on. How do you oh. spell his last name? D. Dinnigan. Uh, Dinnigan or Finnegan? Let's see. Dinnigan. Din. D I N. Uh-huh. D-I-N-A-G-E-N. All right, let's see what we get. Jimmy Dinnigan. All right, Jimmy in the front. (laughs) I forgot that. I forgot his his mom's name, but he's dead. His brother's name was Brian. Ah. Dinnigan. Jimmy, right? Yeah. Jimmy Dinnigan. Just. Yeah, I have it, actually. Let me try again. Oh, wait. I got done again, not Dinnigan. <laughs> no, Dinnigan. Dinnigan. Mm hmm. I think I'm spelling it right. I can't it's an Irish name. I can't find it. Yeah, no. Nothing there, huh? Mm-mm. I'll keep looking. It's a good thing to get him on there. Oh, Dinnigan doesn't exist. No. (laughs) I have to still look. Don't worry. I'll I'll uh, try and find him. Like that movie with Jimmy Stewart, The Wonderful Life. (laughs) And the angel said, you don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You were never born. (laughs) <laughs> that was the best part. You're never born, and then he showed him everything. Well, I know that Jimmy was born, but I, you know, <laughs> I spent years with him in school. Hmm. So I know he was there. But he was a character, man. <laughs> where he is now, I don't know. Yeah. How old is he? About your age? Yeah. Okay. Gotta be here. Gotta be uh, maybe a year or two younger. They have D I N A G E N instead of I N. Maybe that's something. D I N A G E N? Uh huh. That's it. like Dinner Gen. Dinner Gen, it's a hard G Gen. And. What does it say? It just says, um, hold on, let me look. Huh. The first name Jimmy? I believe so, yeah. No, it's a court case. I don't know if it's... Oh, James Dinnigan. All right, yeah. Well, that's... James is more uh, official. What does it say about him? Hold on. James Dinnigan in 1994, and this is a court case. State versus, yeah. State versus James Dinnigan. Oh, there's a whole lot of paragraph here in very small writing. (laughs) I'm not going to read that. Too long. 
Does it say he was uh, but a blind guy? Uh, hang on, let me check. Again, there's a lot of thin text that I can't read. And it's small. <laughs> mm. Well, you have to make it bigger. Yeah, I did, a little. But that's how he spells his name. I wonder if that's the same one. Yeah, no. I'll have to look 19. more. I hope Ninety-four. He didn't pass away. Yeah, right. Dinnigan, old Finnegan. <laughs> All right, in a sight, we'll uh, search it out and see if we can find you. Know. Okay. Maybe Friday night we can uh, talk call about him. it. Call him. I'll call him. That'd be cool. All right. Uh, open mic two one three eight one six. One six five zero. Louis is supposed to call in. I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, hang on. Let me check if he's there or not. Here it is. And no, not yet. He might have forgotten. He probably fell asleep. (laughs) All right. So, uh... Yeah. If we get Louis in, we'll do the promo. Or either that or I'll do it. You might have to. <laughs> he hasn't come on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is Lauren Rivera. <laughs> now don't forget to tune in Friday night at the Intersight Frolic. With uh, <laughs> Rosanna Donna and the, and the Lauren Rivera and the, and the Sanford and Son. And we're going to have Lauren Hardy and, uh, and the Philosopher. <laughs> Thank you, Louie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun uh, Friday night, you know. Exactly. All right, in a sight, let's see, we'll, let's, let's run down the week. Monday night's Matt or Glad. Tuesday's... Open mic. Wednesday is a nursing home show. Thursday we usually do a different subject, and Friday is the funny. That's the whole week. Yeah. The inner sight. Now what? What you got a calendar? On uh, my phone now. Yeah. Hang on. Yes. When is uh, Easter Sunday? Oh, good question. I've been wanting to look that up. <laughs> uh... Let me just put it in a regular format here. Give me a second. Easter Sunday. When is that? Yeah, yeah. Hang on. It's not in March, right? Well, March is coming up real soon. When is Easter? But Easter should be... March 31st. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that Easter Sunday, March 31st? Yeah. Wow, it's That's coming early. Time. Yeah. Earlier each eight? year. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, the end of March. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
My birthday's coming up in April. Oh, yeah, you better take off for that. Turn it around. <laughs> yeah. I always try to turn the, the number around of what the age I am. <laughs> you know. I do the same, don't feel bad. <laughs> but sometimes... Uh, You'll be older. It makes you older when you turn it around. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't turn it around. Right. <laughs> you leave it I'm 56, it but if I did it, it would be 65. Uh, yeah, you get older. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to be a kid again in April. <laughs> to do an egg hunt. <laughs> What? They have some things that are egg hunts, but for people who have disabilities with blindness, how are you going to tell, you know, where the eggs are and all that, you know? Well, we have a dog. The dog can tell. Oh, yeah, they can. Well, my dog will find an egg in a minute. Mm-hmm. The only thing is she'll want to eat it. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm laughing. All right, in a sight. Anybody out there... Uh, as a reminder, if you have a dog and you're disabled and you'd like to know uh, what are the possibilities of turning the dog into a service dog, call us. We, we'd be happy to help you with that. You know, we got to talk to you to find what your disability is. So contact Intersight. There's no, no charge. <laughs> we have certified... Uh, several service dogs to date. And also, if you're... Stop breathing in the phone like that. Sorry. If you're disabled and you need a service dog and you don't want to deal with the political rhetoric of the schools, uh, call us. We can talk about it. And... uh, Help you train the dog on your own. So that's a service of inner sight, and there's no, there's no, there's no charge. Uh, you can call the inner sight hotline six three one two two four three zero nine zero, or drop us an email inner sight sixteen twenty at gmail dot com. So. It's good. If you go to our website, we have to update it, but we have a a piece up there on how to train the dog on your own. And uh, we'd be happy to uh, walk you through it and help as much as we can. Ah, you see, now that that, that helps to make people equal. Because you don't have to deal with the ins and outs of these agencies that, that, you know, uh, the problem there is if you don't agree with them, you're out. You know, they can just, they can just decide that they're not going to help you. There's no law, no, no hearing, nothing. And most likely when you apply and you wait for months and months and months, you can damn well believe that they've raised a good amount of money, but you don't get the dog. Where's the, where's the fairness on that? That's how it works. 
That's why we want schools licensed and regulated. We have uh, over 70,000 names on our petition at change.org. So InnerSight is trying to make a difference on the whole process, and they're the basis for that, because the seeing eye started years ago in the 1940s with a blind guy who uh, had a stray dog. He learned how to train dogs in Europe, came back to this country and trained the first guide dog. Helen Keller was one of the founders of the seeing eye. So obviously she believed that people should have a right to train their dogs on their own. And the ADA at least gives us that much. You know. So uh, we have to commend uh, Mr. Bush for that. Who, uh, I understand the big dog lover and who put that in the ADA. All right, in a sight, open mic. If you're out there, 213 816 1650. You want to sound off? We got a few minutes left. And, uh, you know, all the, all the, uh, trouble that we have to go through in living our daily lives because of non-accessibility. Who was it? I think somebody did a somebody did a a, a a documentary or some kind of a a piece on the day in the life of a disabled. You know, well, I don't know if they if they gave the remedies for all the things that people have to go through. I don't believe they did. I don't believe that they, you know, they, they, they just pointed out in, in in trying to educate people. Well, that's good, but you got to go, you got to go further than that. You got to, you got to come down real hard on it and let people know that everybody should be equal. You know, and that would be part of, uh, or should be part of the, the day in the life of a disabled. Telling how these various uh, things should be remedied and changed and improved upon. That would be my idea of the day in the life of the disabled. You know, with each thing that you present, how could it be improved? What what needs to be done? What should the politicians do? You know, that kind of thing. So uh, that would be more like an inner sight day in the life of a disabled person. Well, it's not a bad idea, you know, if we could... Maybe sometime we could put something like that together. 
All right, in a sight. Wanna thank all our friends for helping and uh keeping the show on the air. Uh don't forget we're on cable tomorrow night, Manhattan Neighborhood Network, eleven o'clock, nineteen ninety seven in the city. And Channel 3 on the Spirit Channel, right on your phone. Channel 3. 11 o'clock tomorrow night. Thursday, we're local on Long Island, 9 o'clock, 115. You want to see Intersight. So there you have it. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, some television stuff, you know. And, uh, yeah, sometimes people come up to me and say, hey, uh, saw you on television with the, with the Inner Sight program. So people do watch. They do, they do see us. And there are people out there who are trying to make a difference. No doubt about it. All right, uh, Inner Sight. Oh, by the way, if you see Jimmy Dinnigan out there, let me, t- let me tell you what he looks like. Uh, I got a minute left, Eight eight fifty seven. He's a little scrawny guy, a little skinny guy, white hair. By now, he's probably all bent over. He's probably all bent over and wrinkled up. I would imagine. I don't know. But, uh, he likes to wear old shoes. Jimmy likes to wear old shoes. So if you see him, drop us a line or email intersight1620 gmail. And uh, give us a location, you know. All right, goodbye, world. Inner sight. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Inner, inner sight. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.